Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I get to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. And in this episode number 373, we're just going to have a little fireside chat. I realize this is my 10th fall recording episodes and sharing them with you all. And I feel like we just needed to gather around and, and get on the same page. And so before we get to that, I did want to tell you about one of our amazing sponsors who helps make these shows possible. It is an option for you moms. If right now you cannot go shopping for yourself, use Stitch Fix. Maybe you haven't used them in a while. Maybe you tried them and it didn't work for you. Well, I would love for you to try them again. Just basically, you go on there, you set up your Stitch Fix style profile. You answer a few questions, what you like to wear, what you don't. And if you're open to trying some new styles, then their expert stylists are gonna find items exclusively for you. They're handpicked for you, your size, your style, in your budget. That way you can find clothes that make you look and feel your best. Then they're gonna send you five things to try on at home. You keep what you love, you send back what you don't. Shipping returns and exchanges are easy and free. There's no subscription required. So you could just do it one time or you could have automatic deliveries. I also love that they have a men and a kids option. I have used the kids option the most. So sign up today at stitchfix.com slash DMA to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash DMA to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer, purchase within two days of sign up. So I know fireside chat seems a little bit off season given the fact that it feels like the surface of the sun here in Texas. But I did just want to have an informal conversation. I realize there are some of you who are so super, super sweet. You reach out, you tell me you have been listening since I started recording in 2013. And we are (laughs) raising our kids together. You are in the stages I'm in. I also know that there are new gals that join us each week. And maybe this is even the first episode you've ever listened to of the podcast. So welcome. And hopefully this will just kind of catch you up on what the show is about and invite you to join us into where we're headed. I also, uh, near the end of this little episode, want to share a bit of my healing journey, even that I've gone through this summer. And I hope in sharing that it will encourage you to lean into and work through the hard parts of your story, things that maybe come up in your parenting journey bringing them to God in the context of community. So when I think back to all that has happened since we started the podcast in 2013, I think I've seen the most drastic shift along with all aspects of life in the past two to three years. One thing I've noticed is we no longer assume people believe or think the same as we do. And spoiler alert, they never did. But there's a bit of healthy and some unhealthy distrust in various forms of authority and any kind of content that's communicated to us. We are holding it up. We are wanting to know who's behind it and what's their angle, which makes sense to me. I've also noticed that in conversations within the church, and when I say that, I mean amongst believers across the nation and the world, there is some challenge 
because even though for centuries people have read passages of scriptures and drawn different conclusions and it's led to various denominations and even sub-denominations, it feels like even more so lately, one could hold and express a quote-unquote clear view based on scripture and someone else could hold a clear quote-unquote view based on scripture and those views could be opposite from one another and it's confusing how could we be reading the same thing and have different views now back in 2013 when I created this podcast I did an accidental bait and switch. I didn't know what I was doing and I was registering the show in iTunes and the show back then was called God-Centered Mom. And so I chose the religion category. I did not know, and this was the accidental bait and switch, that it automatically put me in the subcategory of Buddhist. Okay, I don't want to do any intentional or unintentional bait and switch here, so I want to be really clear on my story, my my religion, my faith background, and just kind of get on the same page about what this show's mission, values, vision is, so you don't feel like I am bamboozling you in any way. So let me start with a little bit of my backstory so you aren't surprised. Growing up, My parents became believers as adults. My mom actually started following Jesus because of a neighborhood Bible study, which I love. It goes along with my vision I'm going to talk about in a little bit. And then she led my dad to his faith. By the time I came around, they were fully discipled and discipling others in and out of our home. I grew up, if you didn't know, in Indiana, and we went to Castleview Baptist Church until around fifth grade when our family decided to start attending Zionsville Fellowship. It's a non-denominational church. And side note, I was not happy with that decision because I was finally old enough to be a part of the handbell choir. And I only got to attend one practice and experience the glory of handbells before we made the switch. I know, tragedy. That disappointment makes more sense in the context of knowing I was homeschooled between the ages of third grade through eighth grade and attended a small Christian high school and then a Christian university, Taylor University in Upland, Indiana. And in all of that, my experience had been pretty narrow, not very diverse, not a lot of different views. And so when I met Bruce at Taylor and we got married and then lived in Wheaton, but then moved to San Francisco And it was a whole new story, right? I'm meeting a variety of people and walks of life. And even those of faith where we connected was on a core orthodoxy, the existence of God, okay? Wearing a cross ring, the James Avery ring, for Bruce was a statement. That was a statement that he believed in Jesus, the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And so I think that for me was a major part of my journey of faith in really embracing some mystery. I didn't change my beliefs, but it helped me to engage in conversation with a broader uh, range of perspectives, views, experiences. And now that we're in Dallas, we have been attending Northwest Bible Church for 18 years. 
We're members of the church, active in the community, part of a small group. I'm also part of a life team that isn't started by the church, but includes several church members, former elders. I'm in relationship with my pastor and his wife. I just want you to know that I haven't gone rogue. I am grounded in a local church community, and I do have that accountability structure. So since 2013, the general mission of the podcast has remained the same, to help moms. And when the podcast was started as the God-Centered Mom Podcast, it was based on my own mom story, a process of me recognizing that child-centered parenting didn't work. Self-centered parenting left me unsatisfied. And the only approach that gave me hope was when I chose to place God in the center and let him direct my parenting choices and attitudes and goal. So if you do go back, some people tell me they do, and start at episode one, you are going to hear from 2013 to the fall of 2018 an intro of the God-Centered Mom podcast. Now, in 2018, we recognized there was a theme in our episodes focused around three core relationships, mentorship, friendship, and discipleship. At around the same time, a listener began using our episodes as content for her church's small group. So they would listen to the episodes individually and then get together and discuss it. And we loved the idea. We started launching podcast clubs because we felt like it encapsulated the mentorship, friendship, and discipleship relationships. It also expanded the ministry from an isolatory consumption to this group dynamic. And to promote those podcast clubs, we began using the hashtag don't mom alone. It resonated with so many moms that we chose to rebrand the show with the new name. The content would remain the same, still God-centered, but the name would be more invitational. You could listen to an episode, share it with another mom, and tell her it's from the Don't Mom Alone podcast. And my ultimate mission is to share that conclusion I came to, which is to lean on God as your ultimate source of hope and help and mothering. That Don't Mom Alone (laughs) starts with that very, very foundational piece, being God-centered. I want to take a moment and give a shout out to one of our sponsors that makes this show possible. It's a fave of mine, HelloFresh. What I love about HelloFresh is my boys enjoy the food. It is super easy to cook at home. There's variety and we can still have conversations around the table, meals at home and save money and It's good for you. It's healthy ingredients. It's already pre-portioned. We have just the right amount of food for our family of six. So if you've never checked it out, please do because you get to choose from 55 plus weekly options. I usually choose the family friendly. They have fit and wholesome. They even have veggie. You can go and swap things out if you want a different protein or a different side. They have quick and easy recipe options. It's 72% cheaper than dining in a restaurant or even grocery shopping. So you have to check it out if you haven't already. We have a great deal just for Don't Mom Alone listeners. If you go to HelloFresh.com slash DMA1616, so use the code DMA16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes plus three free gifts. So this means you go in, you sign up, and you are gonna get free dinners, y'all. Food, free food. 
Go to HelloFresh.com slash DMA16. Use the code DMA16 for 16 free meals. When I say 16, I mean the numbers, right? The numbers, DMA16. 16 free meals across seven boxes and get three free gifts. You're going to find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Okay. Now, beyond meals, I wanted to gather around and just be clear on what what is valuable to me, what matters to me when I think about making this show. One, I know that this podcast does not replace an in-person church community. That is not my goal. But I do want to cultivate a community of kindness, of hope, of support, because with all the different podcasts, yes, I've interviewed, I've definitely come to the conclusion, if you haven't yet, that there is no one right formula besides the God formula, that he's the one who directs our unique paths for our unique kids. And so with, you know, we don't have to defend this one right way of mothering. We can hold a posture of grace and understanding with other moms. And while we hold on to that grace, I will let you know that at the same time, I have firm boundaries on who I invite onto the show. I'm doing my best to vet the guest and make sure they hold to the core tenets of faith. If you think of Apostles' Creed, while at the same time, I do appreciate curious conversations with people who hold various views because I believe no one has God 100% figured out. And if we could completely put God in a box, then it's really not a God I'm interested in worshiping. We for sure can define aspects of his character. We can see and believe in how he's moved through history. We can encounter him through the Holy Spirit. But I am the created one. I have been created. And rarely does a created object get to define and completely understand its maker. And so I'm comfortable with this mystery, like I said before, and I prefer to have conversations with those who do embrace that humility of not having every aspect of faith figured out. I also appreciate covering more challenging topics that you all are bringing to me, direct messages that I get, emails that I get, asking for help and guidance from a gospel-centered, Christ-focused angle. And I hope that I model vulnerability when I ask questions of mentors or I share hard things with friends and that I show that you can have deeper connections because of that vulnerability. Now, as we move into this 10th fall, I am so thrilled that I have learned to lean on a team of amazing women and Ted. Uh, by my side, don't podcast alone. We have Rachel, our sound editor, Stephanie, who is my virtual assistant. Misty is my marketing strategist and visionary. And Ted maintains the website. Thankfully, Riley also helped us out recently with some rebranding. And I want to extend the invitation to have you all join our team to put you on mission. I've shared this before, but I want to say it again to help you have eyes to see the mom. And you guys do this so well, whether you're wearing your Don't Mom Alone t-shirt out and about, whether you have listened to an episode and you've shared it with another mom that you know it will help her, whether you've hosted a podcast club or you've invited a neighbor over to hang out, we want you to be on mission 
to offer the hope and the help that we have in Jesus to those around you. And I wanted to share something, an example, a testimony of one listener who in ministering to others was the recipient of God's grace in her own life. I'm sharing this with permission from the mom who wrote it. In January of 2021, God put it in my heart to start a Don't Mom Alone podcast club. I had a great group of friends who I met through church, but I knew there were so many women in my neighborhood who didn't have that group, and I wanted to have the chance to meet other moms and encourage them to not mom alone. At the time I started the podcast club, I didn't have any major life events going on, and I didn't really know the women who joined the group very well. So I would just pray about each week and see if there was any topic God would put on my heart, and then I'd go find one of your podcast episodes that went along with that topic. In May of 2021, I had the group listen to the episode Grounded Joy featuring Ellie Holcomb, and we got together and discussed it. And when I was preparing for our discussion, I wrote down this note. I may not be walking through anything tragic at the moment, but I've learned from the past when I've walked through difficult times without clinging to God's word, and I know that difficult times will come. Someday I'll lose a parent. It may even be a spouse or a child, and I want to be prepared spiritually. I'm pouring into a well right now so that when the time comes, I'll be able to dig down deep and pull out the truth of God's word. I had no idea at the time the group was discussing this podcast episode that just three short months later, I would be walking my own Red Sea Road. I'm 37. I have three young kids. I've always been close with my parents and have lived within 10 minutes of them since my kids were born. My dad and I have always been close. And for the past eight years, we've spent our Thursdays volunteering, delivering meals to the elderly. On August 13th, 2021, my dad suffered a massive stroke and passed away a few days later on August 18th, 2021. I have been absolutely heartbroken and devastated. I wanted to reach out to you to let you know how much your podcast has impacted my life. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the time and energy you put into it week after week and year after year. I know you lost your dad, and I want to thank you for sharing that with your listeners. My heart aches for you, especially now that I've experienced losing my own dad. Thank you again for all that you do. So humbling and honored anytime I hear your testimonies of God's grace and how he's working in your lives through the podcast. It is an honor, and I want to invite you into that, and that is what this is about to have eyes and ears and to see. And before I go, I wanted to share a little bit about my own community healing story, just as an example of what God can do. Early summer, I was the recipient of some hard feedback. Most feedback I get is fantastic. Y'all are amazing. But I was quote unquote canceled for a speaking engagement and some other feedback that If you have a public ministry, you will receive these days. But in me, it triggered some shame. And it wasn't until I was meeting with my life team and the shame rose up again in community that I kind of was able to process it with them. If you have listened to the episode I did with Dr. Kurt Thompson, he talked about this on the power of bringing our shame to others because what shame does is it makes us want to hide. And I totally did. I I felt it coming on and I told the group that I just wanted to, I went and ran into the bathroom, to be honest. And one of my friends in the group said, hey, would you like to move on or would you like to bring this to the group? And I said, you know what, actually, 
I've had some good rest this summer. I would love to bring this to the group and figure out what's going on. And what God revealed through them, through processing and through some prayer was a past memory of being rejected in a moment when I was using my gifts of empathy to help someone else. And that feeling of being misunderstood caused me to want to isolate. So thankfully, we were able to allow God to heal that place in me, to be comfort that part of me that had been rejected in the past, and to be reminded of my worth and my value in God's eyes, to recognize that my gift of empathy is not a mistake, but isolating is not the answer. It may feel safer, but experiencing that connection with the people in my group and the healing of that memory was worth sharing the hurt because rejection will come. It'll come again. I will be misunderstood again, but my creator, he knows my heart. He made me for connection. And if I'm choosing to stay in community with his spirit, even when I'm rejected by others, when I bring that rejection to him within community, he does and has and will heal it. So I know I didn't go into very many specifics, but again, go listen to that episode with Dr. Kurt Thompson. It is worth cultivating a safe group of people to bring up things that rise up, whether it's our work that does it, our kids, our marriage. It's better to move through and work through the hard parts of our story. And I just want to pray over us. I want to pray over this next year and kind of commission us into what God's going to do. Lord, I thank you for goodness nine years of weekly episodes. I thank you for all the women and men around the world that you've allowed us to connect with. And I pray that we would have eyes and ears to see the hurting and hopeless around us, that we would be the ones who point them back to you and invite them into conversations. I pray that you would continue to heal us in community that's vulnerable and safe and Lord, I thank you that your healing is the best. It's the best. It is supernatural and beyond our understanding. I thank you for those who are part of this community who have encouraged me, who lift me up in prayer, and I am honored to walk alongside them. I pray for this upcoming year. We don't know where we're headed, Lord. Ultimately, we trust that you do. And we are so thankful that you have plans bigger than our own. And Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. Great episodes coming your way on marriage, on helping your teens in their faith journey. We're going to do an ages and stages series with some experts to cover each of the stages. Uh, we're going to have reading aloud. We're going to do lots of great stuff. It is super exciting. Thanks y'all for your ad- ideas that you sent me and I will meet you back here next week. Adios. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Don't Mom Alone podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more people and more resources to help remind you that you're not alone, head over to don'tmomalone.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I want you to know the good news, the great news that you're not alone because God has promised to always be with you. With faith in Jesus Christ, the one who died for you and rose again, Jesus said when he left, he was going to leave a helper, a comforter to be with us. God in us, moms, that's superpower. So while you're washing dishes at your kitchen sink, while you're driving to and from work, 
While you're feeding that baby late into the night, while you're cleaning sticky floors, God promises to be just as present with you as when you're worshiping in a church pew. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Now that's good news. Have a great day.